0: Welcome to My Downtime. Thank you for tuning in. I am Taylor Brooks, joined with Steve Bullen. Uh, you can find this podcast on Podbean, and if you're listening to the podcast, you can also find clips of it on YouTube, My Downtime. That is both the podcast and the YouTube name, My Downtime, spelled exactly how it sounds. And this is what, this is like the meat and bones of like what I wanted to get And it's the inconsistencies Star Wars has throughout, like, across the board. And this bothered me in Marvel so much. I think they kind of hint at it in uh, Endgame, where Doctor Strange comes back and he's like, is that everyone? And Wong is like, what, you wanted more? (laughs) Yes, motherfucker. Like, yes, I wanted more. Because, like, in the movies, they totally gloss over the fact that so, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right. something that's supposed to be in canon with the movies, they have Ghost Rider. Imagine how helpful Ghost Rider would have
1: been in Endgame. That's a good point. I, I think that they're going to do, um, you know, like how they did in the second part of Endgame, where they have people just in the background. And it's like, oh, that's where they were, you know, during this thing. I think during um, some of, like, the rest of shows, like Captain of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever, or... The smaller ones like the Defenders or whatever, you'll see some of them in the background fighting these monsters at like some season finale or something. They kind of incorporated some stuff like that before, so I'm hoping they're gonna do it again. I don't know. They didn't do it. well. They, they didn't do and too they, well with those series. They totally like, like the
0: Netflix shows never happened. Pretty much, it's true they did cut those out. Um, Luke Cage who? Jessica Jones where?
1: One did well, though. That's
0: they are well. all in New York. That's my thing. Yeah, I know. How? Spider-Man, Tony Stark, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Doctor Strange. All in New York.
1: Well, wait, Spider-Man was okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna get angry hate man if you forget about that. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Anyway, all right. Moving on. Yeah.
0: So to Star Wars, there's kind of the same problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They've X'd out the books, so the only things that are canon are the animated shows. Right. So that's Rebels and Clone Wars. Uh, the two games that came out. So Battlefront Two, and uh, Fallen Order, and of course the movies.
1: Right.
0: But my problem it's not so much of a problem much as it is like a grievance or a nitpick or whatever right but the movies kind of focus on like this is the la- like the name of the last movie was the last Jedi right but that's kind of false advertisement because you have rebels is. right and who they had like two Jedi in there never mentioned well. in the movies. And then you've got Fallen Order takes place a little bit before the Empire. I haven't played it, so I don't know if they kill off the character or not. But it's still the fact, he's a Jedi, trained Jedi, who existed while uh, the rise of the Empire. So it makes no sense how they were forgotten when clearly they're, they're not in numbers anymore, but they're still about and why, in the movies, they keep treating them like, you know, this is the last Jedi, this is the last. Uh, the thing that cracks I... me
1: up is like, why do they still call them the Rebellion when they're supposed to be, you know, the main group? Like they're talking with the Republic, they are the Republic. They're mm-hmm. asking for, like, they were waiting for, you know, the defense from the Republic, and then the last remnants of the Empire. You know, the First Order struck, strike whatever, but why are the main people being called the Rebels? Like, you're the status quo. You know? Good point. I mean, there's a lot of little nitpicky things you could you can bring up about that. It's never it's been true. consistent. But the, one of the things that I thought was Somebody funny, said that. I forget where.
0: It might have even been, like, it might have actually been on my last podcast when I had my friend Nick over. Yeah. And at some point, he was like, it's Star Wars. It's never been consistent. Yeah.
1: And it's, it's like, yo, so true. It's designed by committee. <laughs> it just happened to, like, fit all the right spots. The first few, like, it, it it was really good storytelling, and it was something new and fresh, and then it revolutionized, you know, sci-fi. It put a modern face on sci-fi, so they got to incorporate all these things, and so now it's this big design by committee thing, rather than a small design by committee thing. There's a big difference in change there, like, people thought as soon as Lucas had all the money and could do it himself, then it'd be great. Because I thought, you know, this old thing that was the small design by committee, but good committee, bunch of good talented people went in there, Mm -hmm. which is why I'm, you know, like, I don't like the fact that Disney has pretty much all of the media and like most of, you know, like intellectual property when it comes to entertainment. Because they, kind they, part me Fox, me they have the yeah. Simpsons now, they kind of have everything. That's a little like dystopian for me, but they also put out a lot of good content. This is true. So I'm not completely worried about it. It's one of it's concerning, it's just...
0: but not. No action needs right. to be taken right. yet. But I, if you really think about it, the only competitors Disney has really at this point is Sony and. What is it? Uh, uh, yeah. There's one There's one other
1: studio. I know it starts with a B. It's mm-hmm. an acronym. And like this day of like um, late capitalism where they've got all these mega corporations that drop like flies for whatever reason. Who knows what's going to happen. But the intellectual properties will always be around because they're always going to be making money. Mm-hmm.
0: What I would like, because I know they're not going to take care of this in um in Rise of Skywalker. I know they're not going to be like, hey, I know we have these TV shows, I know we have these video games.
1: See, where we're bringing thing. them all
0: together in the Rise of Skywalker. I know they're not going to do that. Right. So what I at least would like is something other than a comic book cuz fuck that. I hate, you know, I and I don't know why it's the comic book where I draw the line. Seeing as how like the I points buy points. comic books, yeah. but the thing is, is like if I'm watching a movie, I should not have to buy a goddamn comic book. What's the uh, to understand the entire story? If you couldn't convey right. it in the movie, then you, sir or madam or person, failed.
1: <laughs> My personal opinion. Or, or, or but where does it happen? Which movie specifically did you okay. not understand? Like, okay, like in Rogue One, there were some maybe not movies, might, uh, but Destiny but, has done it. The video okay. game, video game companies, they have their own issues. Oh boy, which is where you know, like, I agree with you with the you know, Disney to the video games. Like, so often, like, the if you played the um, um, I was gonna say Skyrim, it's not Skyrim, um, the Game of Thrones video games, no. um. There was one uh, Telltale one that had like really good in depth, all these other things. But the first one that they came out with was an utter disaster. They tried to have like different factions and stuff, and parts of it were broken. And it was... Anyway, no, that's a that's a big side tangent. What's the name of that one specifically? A <laughs> few different ones. Someone's gonna call me out and be like, "That was fine. I love that game."
0: All right. Well, we are talking about Star Wars. Someone's true, probably gonna yeah. call us out on something, but I would right. I would like one media, whether it's a TV show. Have you watched the Clone Wars? I've
1: I know what happens, but I need to watch I them. never personally watched. I've them. I've heard it uh, has some touch and go moments, but it's overall pretty pretty good. Yeah, but uh, there's so many things, so many shows these days.
0: That's true. I don't think I actually plan on getting to it, but I know what happens, and it just because. I watch people who like review it or react to it and stuff like that. But I would like at least some form of media, whether it happens in a game or a TV show, hmm. that acknowledges every like the entire world. Like you built up the world.
1: Oh, like every part so of make it connect. Like games and toys and yeah. literally everything.
0: And it's not like you have to do something like, well, we need a pull. You know, a Civil War or uh, Endgame, and have every character in the movie. No, like, just simply,
1: like, if I bet you a sitcom has achieved that, like Friends or something. Because every small thing that would be outside of the show would be just a miniature version of whatever from the show.
0: Probably. I could see a sitcom slyly doing that. But this is—if it has happened, you know—they need to start taking notes. Not sure why the, the notepad Simpsons isn't
1: that. Have you seen the cracked version of like all the inconsistencies in the Simpsons? I never watched the Simpsons. Oh man, They're, it's wild. But I also wasn't allowed to watch the Simpsons. Yeah, same. It's kind of sad. It's one of those American icons. Yeah. So. It can. It can happen, like,
0: depending on how big it is, I would be okay with just like a, you know, like a slide mentioned to it. Right. Like, the Mandalorian, as I said, thus far, there is nothing that impacts the world. But uh, it's not like he kills everyone he comes across. So if, like, in the next show, you hear somebody talking about uh, the Mandalorian. Right. You know, just
1: a slight nod. Hey, this exists. That would be kind of cool to have it have some payout with the overarching, like, you know, like you wanted some Star Wars lore or something. Right.
0: Yeah. But when you take something like Rebels, where it has has characters like Ahsoka, the Padawan, to Anakin, who's Darth Vader, that's one of those things where it's like, okay, they should have, even though it's an animated show, somehow they should have worked somebody in. To mention that. Or to something. mention it, yeah. Somehow. That's, that's like, a really subtle nod. I didn't know that one. Because th- those characters are important. Right. Not only are they directly tied to Darth Vader, but they've come in contact with him. And, like, this is also the thing. Battlefront 2, Rebels... Uh, these are during and after the Empire has fallen. So it's one of those things, where did those characters go? Yeah. I know the main character in Battlefront 2 dies, but she is survived by her daughter. So, where's the daughter? No mention. No mention to her or the crew. It's a, it's a big galaxy. It's a big galaxy with one of our leading commander's daughter just randomly uh disappearing. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's a big galaxy, and we're gonna say that there's only one Jedi, even though there's
1: kind of three roaming around right now. Well, I mean, you got Order whatever it is going out trying to shoot up all the Jedi's. Some of them had to fail. Well, so,
0: obviously, a
1: lot failed. Right, but.
0: And I haven't. I also haven't seen rebels. Don't really plan to. But I know what happens, right? And so they're a big deal. So it's one of those things where someone not only should have come in contact with them, but the whole like uh, first order now, and them thinking that the Jedi are basically gone. Well, that's not true because you knew about these other characters, and as I was saying that, what just popped into my mind? Whatever happened to the Knights of Bren?
1: That, that
0: was one point. of the like few things that I was actually looking forward to. That yeah. I feel like will never be addressed.
1: They kind of built that up a whole bunch, didn't they? Yeah, there was this whole thing on all the different weapons, and there a lot of people theorizing on different kind, and then they had that massive. The memes of all the different kinds of lightsabers you could come up with. Right. And that just kind of fell off the wagon. And totally just forgotten about. But,
0: again, we know they're out there somewhere. I've watched that show. Knights of Ren? Yeah. And, you know, maybe that's it. There we go. Knights of Ren hunting down the remaining Jedi. There we go. That's how you tie everything together. I just solved it for your Disney... You're welcome. Paycheck.
1: <laughs>
0: oh yeah, uh, don't want to forget about that one. We're gonna monetize this video. <laughs> Wait, can well, we do that? Cause I'm wearing the Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, all right, we are going up against Disney. So I, don't I wouldn't risk it. <laughs> but are. if you think you want some writers, you know, we could help you out.
1: They just—they'll do their thing. I don't know. I'll help you
0: out. Yep. I'll I'll Let take that paycheck. <laughs> I will gladly take that paycheck, Disney. Uh, that's really all
1: I had wanted to talk about. Is there like anything else? There's one inconsistency that I think I was like the only one to notice. In what was it? In like the first like seven minutes of the Return of the Jedi. There's, like, the ship that, you know, when um, oh, what's Finn, when Finn comes back. You mean Force Awakens? Right. Wait, right, no. Awakens. If, right, it's, right, if right, right. it's where and he's Force waking Awakens.
0: up, that's last Jedi. Is it last Jedi. Force Awakens is when they introduce Rey and Finn, and then the last Jedi. The,
1: the first one. Yeah. Force Awakens, yeah. Um, in the very beginning, in the first, like, seven minutes, the ship that you see come up um, into the big... You know, like port and whatnot, when they come up from shooting everyone, where Finn didn't shoot everyone, um, it goes behind the ship that Finn walks out and then vanishes. It's gone from the shot entirely. Just a vanishing ship. No one else noticed it. Very inconsistent, Disney. What <laughs> the heck, man? I mean, I thought it was pretty clever because then you get the idea of, like, oh, you're seeing the ship come in. So you get it, it's like a transitional shot, but they completely deleted that, you know, CGI ship in front of their prop, and it's like,
0: Specifically, where'd the ship go? How Where do you did it feel go, Disney?
1: Where's okay. that story? Specifically, how
0: do you feel about the new trio that's leading the face of Star Wars? So, Ray,
1: Finn, and Kylo. Um, we've got some great actors for this, I, I think it's interesting. Um, Kylo's interesting, and I think it's fantastic that he's kind of getting to show some of his, uh, um, his range as an actor because he's been. A I totally of thought you were gonna stuff. say his body no
0: cause that was like a whole like meme <laughs> on that <laughs> so scene where he was shirtless, I was like is that where
1: <laughs> alright no no we're gonna go there yeah like shows he his uh, range as an actor like he was a primarily Bex. a comedian for a whole bunch of stuff I saw him on a like did you see all those memes that he was putting up with like um saturday night live and stuff so he was yeah he's a funny guy um He's a little overdramatic, but I think that's kind of perfect for the character. Like, that reminds me. It's, it fits in that same vein of Star Wars being, a, you know, a space opera. Mm. Like, it's more about the inner politics of the rebellion versus, you know, the man. And there's the ruling class versus the lower class. And, um, you know, the nobles who go out and the knights. And the it's, it's a f- space opera. So... Him being so overdramatic, I think, is very fitting. Some people try to take Star Wars a little bit too seriously. But, um. That's. Yeah, cool. and, and Ray kind of. Ray, she's a good grounding. She, she's got such a good face. She just looks like a good protagonist. You're like, yeah, I'm rooting for that person, whatever they're doing.
0: I like all of them, and yeah. at the same time, I don't
1: like any of them. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna be that guy. Yeah, and you have all the money. Why can't you make him happy? Why?
0: And you know, it's not hard to do. Like, truly, it's not hard. I'm a very simple man. Oh. <laughs> I like chocolate shakes and Oreos. Like, I, it doesn't get more, like, complex than that.
1: You keep talking about food. I'm a... like,
0: <laughs> not fair. But so, it's like, this is kind of also in... Incon- No, I wouldn't say it's inconsistent. I just don't like
1: how their characters were handled. He wants more. Good thing. Just keep giving them your money, and they'll give you more. And one of these days, you can pray.
0: I don't know. I just feel like they're all underused
1: respectfully Um, in their own rights. Yeah, I can give you that. I think there's a lot... um, There's a lot of... uh, Like, space operas let you do a whole bunch of crazy things. you like, you've got robots where you can deal with stuff about AI like they had. Um, they had like the robot rebellions in like the minds of whatever. And they had like, you've got abolition stories. You've got like big major conflicts. You've got family dramas. You've got all kinds of things you can do with all this different stuff. You've got like species who are looking for like the last of their kind. Um, also, you've got these Insane force power characters. You've basically got superheroes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot you can do. I, I look forward to the future of Star Wars in general. Um, as long as the Earth doesn't, you know, completely burn up. I think someone will do something neat with Star Wars, even if it's like unofficial. And
0: I think one of the things is why I feel the way I feel is mainly just disappointment. Because the Force Awakens. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> and that's that's how maybe a like no, nah, I wouldn't say anger because
1: anger leads to hate. <laughs> <laughs> Suffering, you don't want to suffer for the things you love. It's a it's a good lesson. I think there are, more fans should learn about that. Don't suffer for the things you love. Just enjoy complaining about them, <laughs> like the rest of us, like a normal person, like an adult, like every other sports fan that you see in the world, like, pretty much. True. It's it's right. it's, it's, it's a guess. hobby. it's a thing. It is a thing. You gotta love him complaining about it <laughs> because that's real passion. You commit extra time to it. Anyway.
0: True. I would just like, and I think this is gonna be the wrap up for the trio. So it probably won't happen in Rise yeah. of Skywalker. I'm kind of sad about that. I was hoping to see more from them. It,
1: yeah. Well, it was supposed to be four movies that I thought. Uh, they had a lot. Of I budget. didn't think it was going to be They had a whole bunch of changes with script and stuff With like people going and coming back yeah. And,
0: and I don't understand That also There's might be the problem Because them. why is J.J. Uh, J. Abrams The director for the first And the third movie And the thing that's supposed to bridge the two Was directed by an entirely different person right. Like And it, it's apparent right. Like you can tell like this was an entire different creative team but it's supposed to lead into the finale.
1: Was there family drama, or am I thinking of someone else? I don't know. Hollywood has so much drama behind it. I don't keep up with that. That's really you end up seeing a lot of the stuff behind the scenes of like when you know one one director has to change hands, or the, the something has to be you know cut from the script, and a lot of it has to do with drama. On mm-hmm. Twitter nowadays, half of reporting mm. like Hollywood stuff is from Twitter. And also game development, too. When I was uh, doing journalism uh, for the um, the Parkside like, game journal site, it was a lot of following different developers on Twitter because they'll put all the updates on anything. And that's the only way you can get the news now.
0: I think I've asked you this before, but I don't remember. And I don't remember your response if I did. That's fine. But how do you feel about... The claims that Ray is a Mary Sue.
1: Oh, what? An overpowered character?
0: Not just an overpowered character. The best... The best argument I've heard for it is that the plot bends around her rather than her going through the plot.
1: I think they have a name for that in the series. I think it's called The Force. Like... That's the whole point of the Force, that it, like, brings you to where you need to be to balance things. And, you know, like, you're, you're drawn to it, like, and it draws the people who are, you know, the people who are given to anger and whatnot, like, they end up being drawn to the dark side to balance that side. And when there's great evil, you know, like, great good must rise up for it. that's that's, that's true. Like, if she had come out swinging, like, they had Anakin swing like when he was in training and I get it he had been with um the he had been with the order for I don't know like 10 years or something since he was like a little one to just a few years whatever it is and then he's got all these lightsaber tricks and all this stuff
0: we're talking about the second movie right in Um, the
1: prequels right in the prequels in the second one if she had come out like that I would say sure she's a Mary Sue she just picked up a lightsaber um I'm not saying that about him I think they should have given him a lot more, like, like Luke was, like it, when you see the original. I think um, they didn't do these super flashy sword tricks, which right. I'm fine with them. Like staff fighting is super cool, and Darth Maul was awesome, and the use of that lightsaber was more than a gimmick. It brought a lot of dramatic tension to have, like you know, this Darth force. literally brought him back to life. Right. It's so awesome. You've seen the comics for him? that's one you should. If you haven't. Cause he becomes a crime lord, it's kinda awesome. They bring him back in Rebels too. And they right. and they brought him back in solo for whatever yeah. reason. Which was before. a not back to the comics, I'm pretty sure. Uh, because he's that crime lord. Anyway. Um You know, now that you said it now you wanna do it. No, it
0: infuriates me. The fact that I didn't know that connection because I had to buy the damn comic
1: but yeah. keep keep it's going a nod to the, it's a nod to it it's not like if you had a comic you would know more which is why we're upset about the Mandalorian here I
0: am talking about I wish they Ooh, nodded things it's,
1: it, it's the reason we don't like the, well it's the reason you don't like the Mandalorian I haven't watched it yet it's the reason you don't like the Mandalorian because the Mandalorian doesn't tie into anything it's this weird external bubble that kind of doesn't matter Yeah. which maybe Star Wars is big enough that it can do that maybe it's still kind of like you're asking for a lot from your audience. I'm fine if you're with Mandalorian stuff
0: being isolated. But things like the movies, I feel, should not be isolated. Oh, that's true. I agree with that. The shows can be isolated, but the movies should not. Because um,
1: maybe at some point we'd like get to that. But that would be bizarre. Like, you don't isolate the Marvel Universe. And part of that's like, you know, the funds. But... um is there any part of the Marvel universe you would want to isolate? I mean, the whole point is it is a combined universe. What,
0: what I did like is they would have the solo movies and then they would bring it together. Oh,
1: what's his name? The Duck Dude. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. I could I could deal with him being isolated. I mean, they could probably pull it we off. Can but just forget about it. We can all leave that. him be isolated.
0: All those secret nods are useless at this
1: point because. Uh, what they nodded to Adam when they had Howard the Duck in there—that was kind of just—that was them saying, like, you know, we've gotten to the point we can do what we want, because that movie was so terrible.
0: Howard the Duck. Yeah. I don't think anybody knew about that movie until people
1: started googling who was that
0: character. Right,
1: right. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of wild. There, there were those those weird fans, which. You know, bless them for knowing, because otherwise I wouldn't have just as much an enjoyable time Googling who hell, how you that know, was.
0: You said a word, and I think it very much applies to Star Wars, mm-hmm. and that is fan. Because I don't think we've seen a fan base so uh, restrictive and yet open at the same time. Because you get people they want who are all for new characters, right. new scenarios. You know, like you know, I didn't I didn't think that that was gonna happen, but I'm okay that it did. And then you've got complete like opposite, like make a, make a little kid cry because the movie didn't turn out how you wanted it to be.
1: That happened.
0: Yeah the oh, the kid that head. played Anakin in the first movie in the prequels. He oh, cried because yeah. he got so many death threats, and that's why he quit acting. That's wild, We though. can thank the I mean, Star Wars fans for that.
1: That's awful. Why are you attacking a kid? He's a kid. Like, he, didn't, he had nothing to do with the scripts. And the fact that, you know, blame his talent agent, I don't know. If you didn't like his work, like, blame the people that hired him. He's just doing a job, man. Right. And it's a kid. But how do you... F- you shouldn't... You shouldn't send a death threat to an actor at all.
0: You shouldn't send death threats, period.
1: Yeah. Um, but I mean, to an actor, to like an entertainment industry thing, that's that's weird. Like, if, if you've got some grievous and you're a, a, a nutter, like anything else might make sense. But, like, to. So. Like
0: you know. How do you feel about the fan base and basically everything that they've caused? Because I also feel, like I said, it's the fan base the reason why we got Darth Maul back. True. But it's the fan base why a little kid quit his career.
1: Right. Well, obviously, you know, there's there's good and bad of every community.
0: This is an extreme good and uh, bad.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the bigger community, the bigger people end up falling on ends of the spectrum. I, think. I will uh, argue because that with the Harry Potter community. community. Harry Potter community has a lot of good people name
0: one extreme move that the Harry okay. Potter community has done that the Star Wars community has done
1: um, I might I might be putting myself out a bit there but maybe there's a bit of a difference between like um, people who are fans of a book series originally than people who are a fan of like a movie series like, Anyone can be a fan of a movie series, but the people who have to be a fan of book series have to sit down and read it. And there's a certain kind of like, there's a certain temperament.
0: That.
1: Like pretty much anyone can read a book, but if you sit down and read through a whole series, okay, I think it's a different kind of person, maybe. No, uh, that's that's I'll definitely follow, an assumption. Of that. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm definitely gonna just say I'm, that's very much an assumption. I don't have any stats on that, but but there are books for Star Wars, even though they're not canon. Now. There are are true but people were fans of the do you think that like the people who are fans of star wars who are making issues are primarily fans of the books or i think they're just fans of the movies because you know you bring up a good point i'm, I'm wondering if it's like i the came main in the star, star wars. wars audience or if it's the you know the the deep nerd culture like audience where they know all the books and the comics and etc i know there's like toxic parts of both but i don't know it's hard to tell where you know like you can only police so much of your own community and when you've got like an entertainment thing where most of <coughs> you know the community acts are just showing up to an event and talking about it like it's hard to kind of police that that's not like a space you go like if you've got like you know um, a club like a, a club that goes and like plays a a, a game together like a little mm-hmm. like an arcade you can police that community you know your arcade and you know you, all the friends you play with at the parties that you go to and whatnot are good players D and D yeah D and D or whatnot you know they're not gonna be those kind of toxic people online where you have an online chat it's anyone and everyone mm-hmm. so maybe we're dealing with like a difference in the way the community is structured because you bring a philosophy student over. Let's sidetrack just a bit. Apologies for people who didn't want to hear about sociology.
0: Well, it is interesting how because Harry Potter started off as a book, and there have then been later been. it made, became video games, right. movies, and all that.
1: There have been studies that show the like people who grew up on the Harry Potter books have like heightened empathy or something, or just. I wonder if that's a heightened being, empathy? Yeah, a higher sense of, like, they're more likely to um, vote for, you know, systems who would help people in need and that kind of thing. Well, I, I forget the exact study. Um, I think I'm this afraid. is also
0: the difference between people who enjoy anime or comics versus the other. Because you think of comics, I would say well, that, con- like, superhero comics are more mm-hmm. about self-empowerment how much you can do on your own true. versus anime is more like it's a, it's also what you can do but it's more about what the community can do together
1: true. that might be a bit of a cultural difference like in a cultural approach because the super this is, I feel like it's also very Western related theory. to what
0: you're saying about Harry Potter
1: no I, I agree with you I'm saying like um, like we have a cultural difference in like the media and then I think we have a cultural difference in like how people approach storytelling like Eastern media has a very um, has a different approach than Western Western has like the German idea of like um, Friedrich Nietzsche for as like the Ubermensch like the, the single strong man who can go out and do the thing because they have like either the knowledge or the like, there's correct there's something about them yeah, there's that makes the, them special the empowering and so thing about them the, the hero's journey mm-hmm. um, which is, is one of the um, criticisms of Campbell's theory of like the universal hero's journey because in eastern philosophy it's like one person doesn't exist by themselves the idea of the yin and the yang in one thing there is always variance in other Um, things do not exist as like separate dichotomies they exist in tandem and in like relation to each other that's uh, a lot of the theory behind a lot of their like philosophy on building and you know use of resource and space and you know like you're designing it around the tree and mm-hmm. kind of thing rather than this is a great house and I can move the tree to make the house look better um, it's star wars is kind of in the middle there Right. cuz it has those yin and yang elements yeah
0: but luke skywalker is the definition of the hero's journey in
1: like their necess- in like the the necess- necessity for the balance kind of in that um, life force, dark force kind of thing that they have in the story, like that kind of meta narrative of needing to balance out and fight against evil. And, you know, um, that good always rises to the challenge in that kind of thing. I think they do find a very kind of Eastern vibe. Um, that's one reason I kind of look, for, look forward for Disney and, you know, a, a future, the intellectual property, yeah. I think I think there's a lot of untapped potential. And I mean I think Eastern philosophy has a a really good approach to like war and storytelling if you've ever seen like well everyone's seen a lot of the Miyazaki films, but there's a lot of Eastern films that deal with war and it kind of shows you this idea of you know there are no winners in war. The only Eastern films I can say I've watched are Hitman. Man's so good it man and probably a few uh, Bruce Lee you should come to to my Wing Chun class it's really fun it's pretty cheap (laughs) dude it's so fun Wing Chun Kung Fu is very fun everyone should take a martial arts class it's good to learn well at some point in life I would suggest to everybody take some form of self
0: defense class yeah
1: period if if you do any kind of martial art or combative thing you'll pretty much know self defense because you understand like spacing and avoiding being hit and that's really what you need to survive and get away and if you need to strike it's good to have those practices but but kung fu is just very fun as well it's good exercise keeps your back straight helps posture
0: you know this is totally as i sit slouching totally like separate from this entire conversation yeah but since we started talking about kung fu Mm -hmm. one of the weird things like it just popped into my mind about monks and I watched this guy called Ranton. He's a gamer on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not a gamer, but he kind of is. Like, he reviews games. That's right, his thing. Right. Uh, he was a Semetary. monk. And uh, one of the things that he always finds funny is, like, this whole, the Buddhist concept of a monk. Like, the whole peaceful thing. He's like, yeah, that's true. But people totally forget, like,
1: the warrior monks. that Right have nothing to do there was a lot like the the Shaolin monks the whole like okay one of the things about like you know the philosophy in these different schools and whatnot all these schools and all the practices and the things they do you're running through all the natural motions and whatnot and very early like um eastern Chinese medicine is running through like um like there were like Tai Chi and um Things like qigong, which is like almost possibly the earliest one of the earliest martial arts, because it's just going through like stretches and breathing exercises that um, are shown to make your bones stronger, so that you can last into you know your hundreds and still be standing straight um, and that kind of thing. But on top of that, like it was a religious center where you trained on all these things, but also you defended the area, and so there was a lot of violently defending the air yeah. <laughs> yeah, to say the least right uh, Ch- china had a lot of uh, a deep history of war and conflict and um there's a lot of interesting history behind the different schools of martial arts but um yeah and they've got that uh, what was that one character in rebels he was the blind like ex-jedi with the staff I don't know. Oh. He, was, he was pretty cool. Anyway, was that rebels or what? No? Yeah, that was the one where at the very end it went into the. Uh, I was thinking first of scene of a new hope. I
0: was thinking of the at first the only thing the blind Jedi it came to my mind was the dude from uh, the uh, Force Awakens. Yeah, no, the Force the Unleashed. I should have watched the Force Unleashed games. Them. I can't remember his name to prep for this I feel so prepared. <laughs> there's no and I I also like anytime like I do these type of vi- videos right because I have this thing uh, I don't think it says it anymore but it used to say lord of lore and I'm like there are so mu- there's so much that I don't know it's, but it's also like the whole lord of lore thing was never about because I know everything it's just right. because I'm competent When I speak but Star Wars is one of those things where it's like you can talk about the military in general And everything has a name so to keep up with like everything to be able to know everything I I mean it's cool if you do but I don't think when entering a conversation You should expect the person who you're talking to unless it's someone who you know is also that into right right because People well, also, who just play the video games or just so watch many, the movies. There's so many things
1: like that. It's like, well, what's the point? What kind of conversation am I going to have about, like, the kind of blaster so-and-so use? Like, right. if I'm doing a prop building competition thing or if I'm into prop making stuff, that's right. Awesome. It, cosplay, um, you should probably get that right. Yeah, cosplay, that's cool. Like, not even that you should get that right. Like, it'd be it's awesome if you do, but I'm not going to judge anyone for the amount of money that they put into that stuff. Because if you look into the hobbies, that stuff costs so much. So much. much. Money? I wish I could cosplay. And then I look how right. like, either the time or the spending money. Spending costs... of dollars for an outfit. Like, you can do a few that are less than that, but you're likely spending upwards of a few hundred dollars for, like, a costume, which mm-hmm. it's super cool to have. And if you have it, it's, like, super satisfying. I'm reminded of, um, oh, what was it? Um, Parks and Rec, where he buys the full Batman costume with all his money and he just walks around it, and it's like I I mean I would
0: too if I spent that much money
1: I almost bought a mask from the original Batman series a mold from the Adam West mask so I could have made my own I almost bought it but it's too much money and it was poor and it's like probably Yeah. yeah buying
0: that mask probably would have been more than it actually cost to make the original mask
1: yeah but it would be the mold so I could have like I could know for a fact. Like, I could use that and do, like, leather forming and have the perfect cowl. Or do a plastic form. A lot of time. That's a piece a of history. Of or both. I'll regret that later in the future. But I was poor, so I couldn't do anything about it. Anyway. I think we
0: pretty much hit everything. Yeah, we exhausted. Yeah. I can't even remember what I was going to say next. Because we were talking about monks, and then we started talking about cosplay. And then I was thinking, I should do a where? How, where how did it, we like, connect the two?
1: I should call it the exhaustive podcast because I've never been able to keep on tangent perfectly, like
0: one straight right point.
1: Yeah, I mean that's one of the fun natures of conversation. And it, right. it was
0: pretty open, right? Especially when we're talking about Star Wars.
1: Where canon is no cannon.
0: Yeah, where everything goes, yet yeah, nothing goes. Goes nowhere. And that's the thing. Like, if but it needs the balance, it <coughs> can't if your go nitpick anywhere. was because I didn't know what type of blast or something was, like, Who would okay, do that? cool. Like, like, right. It doesn't bother me none.
1: Bully <laughs> for you. I'm <clears throat> terrible at this game.
0: Oh yeah so hard. People who uh, are gonna be watching this, I had I have Battlefront Two gameplay on in the background, and we're just kind of casually watching it. And I've spoken enough about Battlefront Two; it really has made a good comeback. Has it? It has. Um, but I mean, it's one of those things you can't take back the past. No, you can't take back what was done. <laughs> but at the same time, it. Yeah, it made a pretty thorough comeback from where it if was. If it
1: can still scratch that itch, if the, you know, the players are still happy and having fun. So it's think I can throw. It's
0: also one. Wow. <laughs> it's also we one of those lost. games though where it's like I can't, I can't play it like for a long time. Like right. Call of Duty, I can just play that or Destiny, like other shooters. For a few hours. Yeah, I can just play those for hours, especially if I'm yeah. with friends. but Battlefront 2 is one of those ones where it's like I can still do Halo play a few matches I can
1: do Battlefront sometimes I I do like Sniper Elite um for Playstation 4 sometimes it's just fun to shoot some Nazis through the head it's you know it's a good time um I still have to figure out how to set it up online so I can try to out Sniper one of my buddies but for the PS4 just uh, get Playstation Plus yeah I have to get around paying that don't work at camp it's kind of a shame surprise nobody wants to go to a summer camp in the winter <laughs> big shocker yeah I mean sometimes we'll have winter retreats but there's like a month or two of
0: nothing I think I've only done a retreat in the winter and it was
1: only for a couple days what I'd love to do is set up a um, hangout in the uh, sharp center out my camp that I work at and I'd do like a Nerf fight I got my nephew these barrel things, and they're. It was for his birthday, and I want to to take it there and get to play with him. But it's. You have different cards with different setups where you have a shield, a big blow up shield, and then a big blow up barrel thing that you can duck behind. And then I want to grab cardboard out of the cardboard, smash around, make boxes, forts. Did you ever uh,
0: keep in touch with all the Star Wars games that were supposed to be, but then got
1: dusted? Oh. They went in and out of a bunch of different ones. I think some of that had to do with some company shutting down. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, but EA I, shut down. I
1: believe it was Visceral, and Visceral yeah. was working on... After I stopped writing for Keeping Up With Games News, I I couldn't keep up with it anymore. It's so much work. I got more interested in watching like design commentaries and stuff. Because I'm trying to do that coding. Well, uh, I got just, the new program, and it's so difficult. It's so new...
0: I'm, I'm just a too. sucker for a game that like lets me customize a character and just right. be a part of the world. What? And so while I do plan on at some point getting the new Star Wars game, mm-hmm. I still think it would have been dope because I think, I want to say the one that this was working on was you were going to be able to customize a character. I can't, because so many were coming and going.
1: I heard about that. I know yeah. about
0: the bounty hunter one. Right, right that one was gone. There was supposed to be an open world one and that's the one that I'm thinking of where you were going to be able it was going to be kind of like their version of Destiny or Anthem like their take on that but the Star Wars universe which also when saying that out loud it's basically the Old Republic but for councils. Right. Um, oh man I love that the Old Republic so good. And then there was the Visceral one which
1: I think you were basically like a ragtag team. That worked. I don't know. Man, game studios are like big game studios. I don't know. I've got a, I've got a friend who works at uh, um, Deep Silver. Last I knew, and I think he moved to he might be a smaller company now or something different. But like I was trying to follow the game that he had worked on, and like it went through like four changes before just being Xed entirely. And that's
0: gotta suck
1: and it's in a lot of for it to right? be canned. No, I would only work on my small projects, like projects with friends. Something that I know I can like you know, it's my baby if I need to if I need to abort it I can. But I don't need to let it like become something it's not supposed to be. Or, you know, die prematurely on the operating table.
0: Games I think is where Star Wars is where I really came into. Because I had the movies ever since I can remember. And obviously, we grew up on the prequels and we're seeing this new trilogy now. But it was the original Battlefront and basically the movie tie-in games. Which movie games deservedly do get a bad rap. But I feel like the Spider-Man movie games and the Star Wars movie games are actually pretty decent. Like Spider-Man 2 is overhyped at this point. Even though it is a good game, mm-hmm. but the first one and the third one were also good games. Like it may not have, like they're not groundbreaking or you know it, anything it's like fun. that, but they're Web, still
1: good. Web slinging is a very specific kind of like play edge because it's kind of like it's almost like a flying simulator in a in a fun way. It's there should be more games that do it. I don't know why they don't have more like zipline. Whatever mm-hmm. there was like Bio Man something rather like really early on in like early xbox i remember how a grappling hook thing but there's not a lot of games that do that star wars games are awesome though and
0: i it would be pretty awesome if we did and this is also just personal bias because i don't think there's been a successful like light mmo because you've got games like destiny mm. anthem and Now what do you
1: mean by light MMO? How is it a light, massive multiplayer online game? Like what is they a miniature have, version of the multiplayer game for you?
0: It's Alright. When you say light massive, I see what you're saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like I, I I totally get like you could mean like, oh well there's a They're small big amount for of inner. Right because right.
0: that's basically what light MMOs are for. They're for councils. They're not... They're MMOs for councils. So it's like... You can play with people in this world... And to make it feel alive. But it's not going to be so big as a World of
1: Warcraft or... uh, It's not going to be a grind. That's not true.
0: Just the world won't be as big. And how many players you'll see at a single time won't be as big. Because... There are times when I can log in I play DC online right. a lot. And there are times where like the city will be not the entire city but like the block of the city will be full of just players doing random shit, like missions or whatever. Right. But you're not going to get that with a light and a load. You'll get like you'll get four or five people over here, four or five people over there, you know, just enough to let you know like, hey, there are other people that exist in this world. right. But the console power can't handle an entire block of people, uh, you know, right. doing stuff. So um, that's light what light. I say when I say it like MMO. And the examples are Anthem, Destiny, and there's that third one I just can't remember its name. Watchdogs,
1: for whatever reason, it keeps popping up. They, I mean, they've made like online features for every game, and this has been something that I haven't kind of a problem with because they try to make a game into a service where they can keep pumping money Life out. Live service, yeah, that's yeah. some bullshit. That's pretty manipulative. It's yeah, it's just
0: an um, excuse to release like a half ass game and fix it later. Yeah. And that's the problem with I'm Light MMOs. That's for what it, Destiny and like Anthem finished. have
1: done. Right. It's kind of a it's a weird business model.
0: Despite you, that, I would like a version for Star Wars. Right. Just
1: saying. Well, I mean, <laughs> everyone's got the fantasy of being in space and going around and seeing, like, you know, that one friend of yours who's a bounty hunter every so often or whatever. There's, I want them to do something like uh, like Eve Online but Star Wars. Eve Online? Do you remember? All right, so I think it was called Eve. Man, it's years. I was early, early college. I didn't even get the game. I looked at it and almost bought it and watched a lot of it. Um, There's this game where you build and buy a ship and you're just moving stuff back and forth but you can build up a ship to be a bounty hunter and go around hunting other players and then stealing from them like pirates or you can be paid by other players to go after people who are doing that like pirates or you can be one of the people who's doing shipping or you can be this massive big freighter that carries around other ships. An entire galaxy going on. It's... It's... Absolutely... Yeah. Bizarre. Like, that's... If you want to see some... In... Like... Massive... Massive multiplayer... Game. That one's pretty wild.
0: You know, MMOs is just... Aren't actually my thing. Like, I tried playing World of Warcraft, but I had no idea what, it was, what I was doing. Hmm. And that's because, like... I like things where it's like I don't need my handheld, but I would like to know like which quest to do next. You know what I'm saying? I like um
1: a good story, good Like I don't mind open world adventures, but right. Um, like one of my. When I would try to like rate games, um, one of the things that I would do is I'd just run through it, and try to play as a dumb player. And if like the game couldn't tell me what to do next or how to use whatever mechanic, the game designed it poorly because you should be able to figure stuff out like the game should be teaching you and showing you how to play it and how to enjoy it and if it doesn't tell you where to go next that's pretty bad um, and that's what World of Warcraft like I was like but like is this quest actually pushing it forward right there are some games where the design really asks a lot of the player and I it's like some people are like oh well you know don't want to hold the hand on the player or whatever but that's you know that's different design philosophies, I think.
0: True, there are games where it's like
1: that's the purpose right, of like the game, so I get Dark it. Souls. <laughs> just get good. That's all I gotta do.
0: I hate that so much. Not Dark Souls, right? But ever since
1: that tweet, yeah, that get the, good. The elitist mentality of like, oh, fuck you. Oh, it's so rude. Dark Souls, you don't even get good. You just get patient. Yeah, you just get patient, and I like that. I enjoy playing Dark Souls. But i don't like playing dark souls if someone's watching me if they're gonna give me sass i'm gonna elbow just right in the teeth but like i have no problem playing the game and dying 40 times on one spot because i feel like i'm getting better every single time (laughs) like i know i got squished for a reason because i'm not really good at this rolling maneuver yet or like i roll into the spot that oh wait i just saw the tell he's gonna smash there like there are there are a few deaths that are completely unfair but a lot of them are are pretty good. I do like a challenging game. Like something that makes me feel like I'm learning. But, you know, it has to be satisfying gameplay. To sure. me, that's that's my go-to. If the, if the bullets don't feel like they hit the person well enough, or they don't go down, or you're just, you know, like, if I feel like I'm shooting a square gun, I don't want to play this game anymore. I feel it. Yeah, I like I like a lot of the indie games. Found a lot of funny things. This just makes me want to play
0: games now, which is something I will do in the immediate future. So, thank you for tuning into the podcast or watching this video. Again, you can find the podcast on Podbean, My Downtime, or YouTube My Downtime, because I will get to the next one in my downtime.